Happy Monday, friends. Today's episode brings Jess Gray. She is a medium and shares a little bit more about non-traditional methods to health and really getting down to the root cause of things and having a lifestyle of 80-20 balance and also just really digging deep and having good intentions with anything you do in life. Listen, enjoy, and have a great day. Hi. How are you? I'm doing so good. How are you? Good. It's been so long. I know. Are you still in um Minnesota? Minnesota. Yeah, I am. Um, and you're in Texas now, right? Yeah. Dude. How long have you been in Texas? Because you you were in California for a while. Well, I was born and raised, and um we we didn't know COVID was hitting. <laughs> And okay. we left Texas in February, or excuse me, okay. we left California in February of 2020, and then COVID oh, okay. a month later. Oh, so you guys kind of just... <laughs> is that crazy? Yeah, that is crazy. Okay, I was going to say, because I knew you were in California for a while, so... Yeah. Well, I'm really glad we left, because um, California was like locked down way more than Texas, so yeah for a really long time yeah like my husband couldn't have worked it would have been crazy yeah that would have been awful oh i don't know i don't know if you've been back to la but the energy there is just not the same so ironically i when was it it was i mean it wasn't like for a long time it was just more for i was transfer i was transferring flights in at lax but yeah. i actually am going there to california uh in may um Ooh. but i'm going to i'm going to uh what oh god disneyland so oh, fun yeah i've i've heard some things about the the vibe there now it's it's very different uh, <laughs> yeah i actually also am um doing health coaching like holistic health coaching on the side yeah. um and a, yeah um, but yeah oh that's so cool i'm excited yeah. What is Thank the difference you. between holistic healthcare or nutrition versus just? So with the holistic side of things, we focus more on, you know, like not just nutrition, not just fitness, but kind of a whole full circle of that spiritual health um, okay. Real relationships. Cut. Yeah. So kind of like everything that really embodies who you are. Yeah. So that's kind of like what I, and actually, ironically, I started doing that because of the pandemic because oh, I was really? like yeah so because I was like well you know like I've always had a passion for helping people and yeah. I you know I originally intended to go to or, so I went to school originally for behavioral neuroscience got you know I finished school and then I was like I don't know if I want to go dive right in and get my master's and PhD yeah. um, for counseling but um so then I was like oh okay here's a great way to do it during the pandemic is to now do mm -hmm. this you know get the certification so i'm actually on in progress of getting my board certification which eventually will be able to take insurance as well uh oh, for cool. that yeah so kind of like a lot of different aspects going on um but yeah if you're getting to root cause healing especially with if it's weight loss too it's like 
you're never it doesn't matter how good you eat if you're not getting to the root cause oh yeah 100 like that's really the thing matter. a lot of people don't realize it's like there's you have to like really dig deep into all that yeah well we've been trained to have a quick fix and then it's yep. like when it doesn't happen it's like oh it must be the practitioner or whatever right know? it's like no no you have to do so many different things like that's why i'm in therapy that's why you yeah. know i focus on what i'm eating what i'm doing with my exercises so yeah are you um, you're in therapy right now yeah what yeah i've been um so i've been in talk therapy for gosh i've been in talk therapy for years um cue my eye roll it takes yeah. fucking years it that's the thing it's like so many people are like well therapy doesn't work i'm like how long have you been doing it and how yeah. consistent well, are you well there's other faster methods for sure have you yeah. ever looked into somatic experiencing so it's funny that you say that because um a girl from my high school i actually just started following her on instagram she actually does that on top of like yoga instructing oh really um, yeah so she uh she does the somatic therapy but i haven't really looked into it yet you should look into it if you want to cut that therapy in half because there's so many faster modalities that are like therapy where you talk things out but yeah just quicker to the root if you want yeah i mean yeah no it's uh i mean it's definitely i've been looking into different things like my cousin's a licensed uh art therapist out in chicago that's cool um, yeah so she actually was on my podcast last week or whatever or i yeah. you know i talked to her last week but it's just like there's so many different avenues for people mm -hmm. but yeah. i think people just think therapy is just like a one type of deal but there's there's lots so yeah it's yeah i mean i i was in traditional therapy for years yeah. and then realized after years i was like oh we keep going in circles and we don't actually move forward so yeah when i started all the spiritual work and then it was like oh this is way better yeah so kind of to go off of that so what when did you start all of the spiritual work i started when i was 18. okay yeah i had a um sorry i'm just staging because it's no you're fine <laughs> If you hear the clicking, it's so no, you're like, no, you're totally to, fine. I, have, <laughs> I love that you just know. Like, like which one works right now? I love that you started with the stage. I love that. No, yeah, I you have to clean your space before oh, you yeah. come to conversation. I, well, I even like do that with uh, my meditation in the mornings as I use my crystals. So that's oh. why I was like so excited to talk to you about all this because I got all my ooh. crystals right here. Um, so I, I started. I mean, I always believed in it because I had like weird incidences growing up. So mm -hmm. I always knew there had to be something more out there because of my personal experience. And then I was 18, I was getting my hair done and I was telling her about the bo my boyfriend at the time. Mm -hmm. And he just had, che he had cheated or something. And she yeah. said, oh, you should go see this psychic. And I was like, oh, I don't really believe. I just didn't, I just realized at the time that you could see a psychic but then because of a choice something could change so it's like i don't really believe in it but i was like oh okay right and i saw somebody and the first thing he says to me he was like he said oh my god i started bawling he was like he's never gonna stop cheating on you i don't why do you keep staying and i was like what yeah. like not even he doesn't you know i didn't even say anything mm -hmm. he was asking what my birthday was 
And then he just stops and he's like staring at me like this. <laughs> and I'm just like, should I talk or, and then that's right. what he said to me. And so I'll never forget it. And so that began my like spiritual journey. Not, I mean, okay. it wasn't even about the future stuff. We basically just talked about this relationship and, um, and why I was staying. It was so yeah. So, well, and then you went to, uh, you went to USC, right? I was at USC at the time when yeah. you did that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It was crazy. Cause I remember that's, um, I remember that when I first visited Lynn's. So yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. USC. Um, okay. So did you go into from that experience and you know what you believed like growing up, did you end up wanting to do something in that realm right away? Or what did you end up doing for school? I was in psychology because my background, like you, like I was in therapy mm -hmm. almost my whole life. And I yep. just loved, I remember sitting with different therapists and, and just um, like each one of them had some profound effect on my life. And I was like, oh, I want to give back in that way. And yeah. it's like, I can remember each of them and be like, oh, they helped me in this. And so I thought I was going to go into psychology. And then I was like, oh, I don't want to get my master's. I Right? <laughs> yeah, I was like. I feel you on that one. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, and I actually contemplated, I, I tried to go back, but I was like, I just couldn't do the normal schooling anymore. Yeah. It was so rigid for me and um, I just couldn't do it. So yeah. I didn't do it. And that's when I started looking into the healing modalities and I started seeing different practitioners too. So okay. when you start, when you're in therapy, when you start, I don't know, I was whatever age 10, Yeah. you know, now I'm 18, it's been seven years or whatever time frame, And then you go and see one healer and mm -hmm. it cuts all of that seven years in one session. It's, it's hard to ignore. Right. Right. And then you end up switching because I mean, well, and that in, in general with therapy, you kind of have to find what works best for you and your mm -hmm. needs, because I've been through many different therapists and yeah. not all of them stuck because it just didn't work with what I was trying to get down into. Yeah. Yeah. I think the hard thing is the transformation. Like one, not all therapists can get to the root cause. Right. of the trauma so if you can't get to the root cause you're just working with fluff and then yep. once you do get there like how do you regulate your nervous system how do you actually create change with such deep patternings right so it's like it's such a i mean girl i've been to i mean probably 30 to 40 different types just trying on different yeah see what was like the best fit for me and everyone yeah. it had a little it's like you make an inch, you know, right. Then there's certain therapies that really make a profound, like the somatic yeah. experiencing because you're dealing with your nervous system, right. And regulating. That's a really big one. Um, well, and everything is so interconnected in our bodies that oh, it's, yeah. it, I could understand how that could be so effective. Yeah. I work with a functional medicine, um, girl. She's really amazing. She yeah. reminds me of what you're doing. That's why. Uh, I love functional medicine. Like if I would have gone back to school, cause I originally actually, um, I actually originally went to school to be a doctor. Um, oh, really? yeah. And then I was like, I don't want to go to medical school. No, I don't blame you. But yeah, functional medicine has been, it's yeah. amazing. So she, um, she was a nurse. Okay. And then she, 
I don't remember, I don't know, I could send you what school she went to, but she was a nurse and then she does that. And it's really the nervous system is tied to everything. So it's like, mm -hmm. if you can't, I mean, I'm not, that's not my realm, but just learning from her. But if you yeah. can't regulate your nervous system, it's like trying to lose weight because your body's trying to protect you because of X, Y, and Z, or you don't sleep great. Or right. it's like, you're always in fight mode versus mm -hmm. calming back your, you know, your system. It just doesn't yeah. work. Well, so I actually, uh, the reason why I started, uh, when I went to, I actually ended up going to the Mayo Clinic because I was trying to figure out what was wrong with my body. What was um, going on? Like, so I actually, so I actually ended up in the hospital and I had a blood pressure of 228 over, or 220, like five or something over 128. And I was only like 30 or something at the time. Yeah. So for that age, and I was active, like, I mean, I did, I was um, training for strongman competitions. I was um, doing yoga on the regular, like, so it wasn't like I wasn't active and I wasn't eating shitty foods. Right. Um, so of course, when I went to my primary care doctor at the time, she was like, I think it's just all in your head. I'm like, no, like I know my body, like something yeah. is off. Um, so I ended up at the Mayo Clinic, they did a bunch of tests and they actually ended up diagnosing me with fibromyalgia. And they said that your body is in constant fight or flight, like because of all of your nerves and like they're, and it's just making you so tense. Right. Um, so that's what caused everything else. Um, but it, so that's why like they actually helped, they had me go through, um, the biofeedback therapy mm. to help with like the, my, like relaxing my body into yeah not having such that intense yeah. like, fight mode. Um, so yeah, so that's why I, like, I'm such a firm believer in- That's crazy. I mean, yeah. so young. Yeah, and you know, like I have a history of like heart disease in my family, but it's like when they're like in their fifties and sixties and beyond. Yeah, and I'll just, because you brought that up, I will, um invite you that just because it runs in your family does not mean that it has to run in you right a really big misconception mm -hmm. i hear this all the time i was like oh it's just in my lineage or it's just this and i'm like the genes if you actually look into it you can have the gene but it never actually expresses right so that thought process that people drop into of like well my mom had breast cancer so now i have to do it's like, why does that have yeah. to be the continuation of the story? Like it, it actually doesn't, it's very connected. Well, yes. And I think that on top of that, it's just, there's so many other factors that are going to feed mm -hmm. into what's going to happen to you versus what happened to your parent or your yeah. aunt or whoever it is that is fighting, you know, whatever disease they had. Yeah. That's so, I didn't know that about you. That's so, um, yeah. So it was kind of like a journey. I mean, it was like a crazy journey. Like I, it was one of those things where like, and I, for a brief second, I was like getting so depressed because I'm like, no one's believing me and like what is happening in my body. And like, I'm that kind of person because I grew up with parents who were like, if you're sick, like you're fine, like suck it up, like just go to school, whatever. Um, so I was like, my pain tolerance was always so high. So like, you know, I just, if I'm in pain, like, you know, I'm in pain because like, I usually will not complain about it until it's really bad. Right. So, um, for me to have to end up in the hospital, my mom was like, holy shit, like something's wrong. <laughs> like, yeah. Cause you never. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, so, that, that thought process for you. That's yeah. crazy. Just well, and like now that, 
Yeah. And like now that I do more things for my mind, um, it's just, it's, it's, it's such a difference. Like I don't wake up like so stiff to the point where I can't get out of bed Mm -hmm. or I don't have like my daily migraines. Um, so that's why I'm just such a huge advocate for working your mind and your body like together, because if you don't have your mind right, your body's not going to be right either. The rest of your body's not going to be right. I mean, thank God you were such an advocate. It's like, I've heard so many things. Yeah. Like you're telling, no, something's not right. And they're like, no, you're Mm -hmm. fine. It's like, but if you really tune in, like your body's talking to you, it doesn't just Mm -hmm. randomly get these things. It's trying to communicate that something in the system is off. Right. Exactly. I mean, your body is such a crazy thing. It's 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 such a, yeah. I mean, it knows, it knows when something's Mm -hmm. off. It knows when you need to go in and see someone to figure out what's going on and dive deep into it. Um, that actually happened to my mom too, with her cancer. So Mm -hmm. it's just like, I think I've just had so much of it in my history that I'm like, no, no, like I know something's off. I'm going to go in, I'm going to be an advocate. And that's why I think it's so important that everyone else is an advocate for their own body as well, because you yourself are going to be the only person that's going to know what is truly going on in it. Yeah. And maybe that's what you're here to help people with is how to learn to use their voice because we're not taught that growing up. Yeah. You actually go to the doctor and you listen to what the doctor says. Yeah. Tuning inward and being like, okay, here's what this is. And like being a co-creator with the doctor, it's more so that we listen to them versus listening right. to ourselves. So I'm just, I don't know, maybe you're going to help people learning. Yeah. I mean, who knows what there's, right. yeah, there's, I mean, there's so many, and I think part of it is because I am such a advocate for mental health as well. And breaking mm-hmm. that stigma because I've had severe depression and anxiety my whole life. And so it's like, I, I, for the longest time, again, kind of finding the whole finding your voice, like I was scared to talk to anyone about it, mm-hmm. um, that I was in therapy, that I was, you know, doing these things for myself because I didn't want to be judged. And yeah. now I'm like, you know what? I'm, I'm, I just need someone to know that they're okay in what they're doing. And it's okay to, you know, feel what you're feeling and figure out what you need to do to better help yourself. Yeah. I feel so naive sometimes with that because I live in such a different reality that I forget mm. that there's a stigma. Yeah. That's, I mean, I basically live in that world where everyone I know, there's no shame. There's no this. It's just, mm-hmm. hey, I'm talking to someone or I'm doing these things or I'm going to start eating organic. And yeah. I guess to have some coworkers that make fun of me um, because I only shop at uh, Whole Foods um, mm-hmm. because I'm really into quality and sourcing and whatnot. So I only eat yeah. fruits and whatnot and vegetables. And um, I was telling, you know, we went to, we went to lunch and everybody got a soda mm-hmm. and I got water and like, and it was like a shock. And I was yeah. shocked. It's like, it was so, we were both so naively shocked yeah. and the other person was shocked. I was like, what do you mean yeah. you soda? who drinks soda? And then I forget like, oh, I don't live in that reality. Right. And that people, um, that's what it is. And but I it's just, funny because I don't even think, I don't remember the last time I had soda actually either. <laughs> no. I think about it. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, I'm not this, you know, stuck up like the other day. Um, cause I'm pregnant the other day. I, I had a, Oh, congrats. 
Thank you. Thank you. I had a crazy. Is this your fourth? Fourth. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. Gone. <laughs> no, I had a craving. And so I was at in and out, which was like in and out the only fast food that I eat. Yeah. Uh, if we eat fast food. Rightly so, because it was really good. <laughs> yeah. And so I got a small Coke and I had three sips and that was like, you know, I just yeah. don't believe in being so rigid that you can't, you know, but I had three sips and yeah. I did. Yeah, it was just like this is what it is and then yeah i did waste it and throw it out but you know that was i, I had a coke and i was like god i haven't had a coke i haven't yeah. had a whole soda though in probably like 15 years something stupid yeah yeah you know? i mean i've just never really been a fan of soda anyways um in general so that's yeah. i think because i grew up my my mom since she grew up on a farm in the philippines it's like she was a, a huge like person on like eating what we grow so so beautiful yeah so like I was blessed to be able to have that kind of farm to table style mm -hmm. style um for the longest time and even in the Philippines when we go visit like we'd have chickens from the farm and yes. so I I was blessed to be able to experience that um from a mm -hmm. young age um so I think that's why like I never really like us getting milk was even an orange juice was like a treat growing up yeah yeah. So I think like being able to have that uh, really helped kind of pave my way to like what I'm doing now and what I want to do. Have you looked into regenerative um, farming and what's going on with our soil and stuff? It's I've looked into it a little bit. I know like soil now is not as nutritious as yeah. before. And so you almost need to, isn't it like, an, it's like an insane amount of things that you need to do in order to like actually get the enough yeah. nutrients from what we had in the past yeah it's really i i've just been diving into it the last couple of months because now like we'll source um our meats and stuff from mm -hmm. farmers that are doing regenerative farming because oh, okay generating yeah it's really freaking like zach bush is really interesting of what's really going on with our food because it's okay even with organic you can eat organic but are you getting all the nutrients because of where it's coming from right it's so it's like the, and it's like it keeps going deeper and deeper. yeah it is and i was like reading somewhere like if you get you know organic from california it the soil's so different nutrient mm -hmm. dense wise compared to like texas or minnesota yeah. like it's so crazy like how again it's going back to really diving deep into all of this stuff it's like yeah what's what's really in your food <laughs> i know it's it's actually quite scary sometimes yeah think, you know and again like I say this, but, and I know I was at Jersey Mike's the other day. Like I really believe in the balance of it. Yeah. And, um, but yeah, so I, I should send you, cause we eat meat by force of nature. Who's all regenerative. So when they do like their oh, okay. bison and their mm -hmm. ground beef grass fed, it like actually has the nutrients in there. And it's so, I don't oh, know. It's so cool. crazy. Like that's yeah. not the norm yet. It should be the norm of where our food comes from, but it's literally not. You know, or like seed oils. Oh my, I've been, have you dived yeah. into seed oils? Not a hundred percent. So is it, I, oh. I'm going to have to look into it now. I'm just going to just keep going down. Yeah. It's just, I think the, I think the point of it though, cause I think you can go so deep. It's just having the awareness and then finding what your balance is. Like I, yeah only use avocado oil and um olive oil for cooking but of course when we're out mm -hmm. 
there's so much seed oil, like sunflower oils and well, all of yeah. them. It's just, they're terrible for you. They're actually yeah. really bad because of what they're sprayed with. So yeah. um, I can see that. I don't know. I, it's, 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 I guess, well, thankfully I only use avocado oil and yeah, virtual olive oil and stuff. Yeah. So yeah. That's good. <laughs> well, I felt really silly when, um, I didn't know that that's why you have to like, it's finding for me, it's finding the grace and that we're all ignorant, even when we yeah. feel like there's no judgment, even when we feel like we're more enlightened or awake because there's all just, there's levels of degrees of, of ignorance yeah so it's not like i'm better than someone because i choose to eat organic it's like that's yeah. just where they're at in their path but yeah i didn't know that you couldn't cook olive oil on high heat i actually did know that only because uh my cousin's husband is italian and so like he's like a huge like component you know like he uses olive oil for everything and so yeah. he told me he's like don't ever use it for like high heat because it doesn't it'll burn off and yeah. you don't get any nutrients from it. Yeah. And I was like, mm -hmm. oh, snap. So that's why I switched yeah. to avocado oil. Yep. So I was like, but I mean, how many years have I been on this journey? And like, no right. one told me that you can't use avocado or right. olive oil on high heat. And I was like, yeah, going crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, well, I'm putting in the oven, like oil, oil. You yeah. know, I was like, we're doing good here. Yeah. So it's really, it's so interesting to see where the level of ignorance comes in and then you know just having a laugh and doing your best yeah for sure I, I'm I'm the same way it's balance is key and you know again it's giving yourself grace which is something that I needed to learn for the longest time is it's okay if I slip up and eat like a burger from you know in and yes. out or, you know whatever it might be oh gosh yeah um, but for the longest time I was like so conscientious of what I was putting into my body to the point where like it became a problem in the sense mm -hmm. that I then didn't allow myself anything bad yeah you um, all the way to the other side yes and like, then I ended up binging and then it was just like yeah fucking just terrible yeah. yeah it was bad it's so crazy because then it's it's like you're just you're revving up your nervous system in just a different way yes even though you're eating healthy it's like you know it's just in a different um unhealthiness for like the whole body yeah you know? so that's so yeah yeah that's why you know people i don't know i feel like people laugh at me because i'll be very anal when it comes to buying fruits and vegetables especially like strawberries you know oh yeah like you just can't and then they'll be like but you go to jersey mike's so i was like yeah i'm not gonna be a martyr like i do an 80 yeah. 20 and i i find where my happy medium is and it's i'm not gonna be so uptight that i can't enjoy things because it, it literally defeats the purpose you know yeah so well, and you can only control so many different things especially yeah. when going out to eat i mean yeah you yourself can control it in your own home but sometimes it's hard to yeah or i mean i guess i don't have to go out to eat you could say that but I yeah know, the kids and it's like we want to yeah. get a sandwich and i happen to love sandwiches i don't know yeah. that's like my childhood thing i've never so no, at home we have like gluten-free bread and yeah that cost freaking ten dollars a jar yeah. it's so yeah. dumb it's crazy how expensive it is and then like do you the use the veganese is that what you use no i don't oh. i use chosen foods mayonnaise with avocado okay. oil it's like seriously so good it's it's crazy i'm not to look but it's into like that. between the gluten-free bread that i buy 
buy at the farmer's market to support yeah. the locals and then the mayonnaise and then the cheese like you can't get yellow cheese it's white cheese that's yeah. like raw grass fed it's like ten dollars for like a little thing and you yeah. know you can't get shredded cheese because they lied they put chemicals they, yeah. in the fresh and <laughs> then between cake, the turkey, yeah. yeah and then the turkey that's like no nitrates everything that's like another ten dollars like this is the most expensive sandwich yeah. and it's so it's hilarious but yeah it's what i can control and it doesn't i don't know it doesn't bother right. me it's like yeah I'm well and i'm sandwich. yeah see i'm thankful i'm also part of a co-op um here so and it's right across the street for where i live so oh, i can cool. literally just go there and get like things from local farmers um yeah that, you know i can support them too because it's that's what we do we do farmers yeah. market as much as possible yeah. and my girlfriend just sent me a thing where they will send you a box of meats and stuff so we're gonna try oh. that yeah i'll send you the link i don't know yeah i would i don't know if it's international international <laughs> i don't know i need yeah. your mind national yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. it's <laughs> the way that i have kids your brain stops working sometimes um yeah i think it is nationwide and then um, because I'd get the regenerative meats at Whole Foods and mm -hmm. now it's like, we're going to do something like a, like kind of like a butcher box. And then they also have, oh, it, okay. you know, but yeah, I'll send it to you. She emailed me yeah. it and, um, yeah, I'm excited about it. I was so cool. You're into all this stuff. I really, um, I mean, when we originally met, it was like, we were kind of in college party mode so oh, no. we were going to eat hot dogs i have no shame and i'm like yeah i, like, I love like that yeah <laughs> i was actually just looking at like old pictures from uh one of the times i was out there and i was like oh the times where i just didn't give a shit <laughs> yeah i i mean i don't drink anymore either i don't drink alcohol and um it's so crazy to 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 realize how well your body was working for you, even when you yeah. were treating it like trash. Oh yeah. yeah. Like, like Lindsay and I would go and drink and just have the time of our lives. And then yeah. go to in and out at like midnight and just- I feel like every time I'd come visit you guys, like <laughs> I feel like I'd almost need like a week to just recover because yeah. it was just like wild, all the shit that we would do. So yeah, yeah it is I'm crazy gonna, what we did to our bodies. I'm grateful to do it because it's like I don't ever like now we're married. I mean, yeah, I mean, I, you're married too, right? Uh, so actually, I am in the process of finalizing a divorce. Yeah, oh, sorry. No, it's okay. It was it was a long story short. I ended up having a miscarriage, mm. and then a few months later, he asked for a divorce, and then it's just been a shit show, wild ride oh. since then. But that's okay because. I'm healing now. That's actually another reason why I started the podcast was to mm -hmm. kind of use it as an outlet to like really reconnect with people and share journeys. So yeah, no, I think especially the miscarriage one yeah. is so important and it's, I don't know, it's a fucking hard one because to me, it's, you know, at least, you know, now, and you can find mm -hmm. kind of your true partner and it doesn't take away yep. that it's so it's difficult to go through yeah. that and then yeah. to have someone be like for whatever their reasons you know mm -hmm. you like that yeah um, no for sure I but yeah no I mean like again going back to that we're we were all in like serious relationships and you know now we're adults and 
Yeah. Well, I'm not parting like that. So that's my point. That was my point. It was yeah. Just, I'm glad that I got to experience the other side of the spectrum so that I can mm -hmm. be more in line with like what I really want versus I don't know. And let's go party and see, yeah. you know, and just, I don't know. So I'm grateful I went through it earlier to finally figure out what was important for me. Cause girl, I'm like, yeah. at like nine. I'm not yeah. trying to be up till 12 yeah. at the club. You know what I mean? I'm just like, no. Well, that's why it's funny. Cause when you're like, oh, let's do nine o'clock. I'm like, perfect. Cause I'm already <laughs> up. Like, <laughs> yeah. usually was... I'd be like sleeping in, hungover. Yeah. <laughs> I can't remember the last time I slept. I mean, I know I have kids, but yeah, it's like, even <clears throat> we always joke, even when Cody and I are away from the kids, you don't mm -hmm. really, well, he does. He's a better you just don't sleep in like oh we could sleep yeah. in until like nine it's well, like no, i slept until eight and it was like i don't even have kids and i don't sleep in like i think it's just because of my body just naturally gets up early now it's like yeah. what time do you go to bed um i actually so i <laughs> i have chronic fatigue syndrome so sometimes i have insomnia um mm -hmm. but usually i go to bed at like probably 11 and then i wake oh. up at like seven okay six, seven so not terrible but sometimes i you have where I only sleep a couple hours but. yeah oh that's brutal it's sleep is yeah like oh yeah number one torture yeah yeah oh yeah like I would never survive it as a military person because I was like if you just don't if I don't sleep, oh yeah you know, I'm like what do you want to know yeah. I, was like, I just want to go to sleep you know yeah um oh, gosh yeah. I about that yeah brutal. I mean it is it is what it is unfortunately and like now again it's like I'm healing and yeah doing things for myself now and not being and being selfish and taking care of me first um so but yeah that's crazy are you do you think yeah. you're gonna stay in minnesota so as of now yes um because right now i'm my mom's caregiver because her oh. cancer came back um mm -hmm. so right now i'm just kind of seeing where that goes um yeah. but i actually i went to i went and visited nashville and i loved it so I kind of thought about moving out there, but it's just kind of, I'm seeing where the light takes me for now. Yeah. I don't know. I yeah. just feel like you should, um, I mean, obviously now you're, you're tending to some different things, but when you come out of that, I don't know. I just see like you moving and. Yeah. So I actually, I've been, I've been wanting to, like, I would love to like live on a beach. <laughs> just Dude, go to Florida. I mean, there's so, so my brother, actually, my brother actually just moved there. Um, what part? Uh, Fort Lauderdale. So oh. yeah. So it's crazy. Cause like my niece will be like, yeah, I went surfing this morning. And um, it's so cool that they do that because, you know, like growing up, my, my parents were always like, we want you to experience different cultures, like dive right. into things and like really experience it versus just reading about it. Right. Um, so, you know, we, when he lived in Singapore, like I went there and then we got yeah. to go to Bali. Like, so I've got to experience so many different things so far and I love it. So Good. I, yeah, I don't know why I was just, it just came to me. It's like, you should yeah, get out of there and yeah. <laughs> go play in the sun you know yeah for sure i mean we'll see like i said who knows where, where life's yeah. gonna take me so yeah is it just your mom there or is her whole family there as well so my my mom's here and then we have i mean we have family here but most of our families mm -hmm. in the philippines mm -hmm. um so she actually splits her time between here and the philippines oh, okay. um yeah but 
I mean, I, I have like a great community here too. So it's like, yeah. you know, we'll see, like I said, we'll see. <laughs> yeah. Is it still snowing there right now? Yeah. It's actually ironically snowing right now. And I, <laughs> I know I was like entering, I, I took my dog out this morning and I like was coming back in and uh, one of the ladies in my building was like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> like, I can't. So that's like the one downside is like the winters last yeah. way too long here. So when, when does the winter usually let up? Uh, probably like April usually. Really? Yeah. Do you only have nice weather from, from when to when? Probably like truly good weather, probably like May to September. Oh, it's not, okay. That's not terrible. But then the no. rest of the time it's like cold it's brutes yeah is it yeah. sunny though with snow or sunny and snowing or is it like it's over always overcast um so it's mostly most of the times that, like now it'd be sunny and snowing but like january february is kind of like overcast and snow so right. that's why i have like a happy light and everything because yeah, yeah, yeah i take I extra vitamin d because i couldn't i need it. that yeah yeah no i yeah. get it yeah yeah we are yeah, I don't even have that extreme here. And when the sun's not out, I'm just like, please come out. It's just, yeah, it's like the vital force of our, yeah, I don't even know, existence. You yeah, know? well, oh, I mean, sunshine is Seattle. Oh, really? Well, no, I don't know how people do it. Oh, like, I thought you said, like, you guys were thinking about it. I was like, what? No, oh my gosh. Yeah, so my friend lives out in Portland and she's like, yeah, it's like, um, she's like, we had some sun today. I'm like, how do you? do it especially with just like when if, if you're ever in a funk like how do you mm -hmm. do it with that weather like I yeah I don't know if I could no well I would think that's why their depression and suicide rates are higher than mm -hmm. other parts of the country that's it, true it like literally affects you on a yeah. very deep cellular level, yeah you know? no for sure yeah yeah um crazy yeah so kind of going back to you know what you do now with the spiritual stuff so kind of walk us through kind of what you do well, with how, like how, people yeah how woo do you want to get I mean I mean whatever you want to do it's it's, yeah. it's not <laughs> I, don't I, scare I anyone. Um, no you know yeah. what though that's what I love about this because I have so many different people with different backgrounds doing this that it's you know, yeah, whatever you want to share. <laughs> yeah, no, I just always like to be respectful of where um, other people are at in their journey. So it's always, you know, yeah, we and I super off the deep end, or we could keep yeah. it PG. You know, it's like, that's why I always ask, like, well, where do you yeah. fall? So, um, well, I'll have you know that as of now, the listeners that I know of, of this, um, it's like a spectrum of people oh, of where that. they're at and their journey. You know, like I have people that are just getting back into the journey and, um, fitness world, uh, wellness. Yeah. Um, and then there's some that are like, so into it now that they have like a regiment like of what they do with their their bodies and minds yeah. so think, it's kind of like variety yeah I think it's so beautiful because I especially I was I was talking to a girlfriend so really what I do is I started channeling like messages from you can call it whatever you want to call it, like mm -hmm. your guides or source or the spirit and from a younger age and honestly I just wasn't ready I thought I was crazy like legitimately you start hearing things and you're just mm. like, 
what is this? And if you're yeah. not raised in that kind of environment, you legit think you're crazy. Yeah. So um, it's it's so interesting too, because it's, it's like, even if this isn't your path, but this part of ignoring who you really are and acceptance really comes into play because I kept putting it off and just not believing myself, not trusting myself and kind of denying this part of myself. And it's, it's, it to me, it relates so much of what you guys are, what you're doing. Yeah. It doesn't really matter the avenue. It's just the source of it, of like denying who you really are. Or if you have mm -hmm. an inkling to do something, but you're like, oh, I don't want to be judged for that. I don't want to, it's yeah. like, it's really hard on your, your like health on all levels. Like yeah. literally stuffing something down and mm -hmm. trying to put it in a box. And so what does your body do? It creates dis-ease to get your attention. So it took me a long time to accept that I wasn't crazy is that I was hearing things and like mm -hmm. messages for other people. Yeah. And so now what I do is I'm a channeler and I channel like your higher self or your guides. And then specifically probably more so um, with that is I hear a lot of babies come to me to speak to their mm. potential future um parents so you can call okay. spirit babies so i can communicate it's just like a normal medium that would communicate to people that you've lost right and that i can do too but it's kind of like the niche of it of connecting with the spirit babies that want to come in to fail okay so it's it's a really interesting journey because for me um you know i've started just doing channeling where it's channeling your guidance team who your ancestors mm -hmm. who looks out for you and now it's moving into spirit babies and and for women specifically because mm -hmm. there's such different um wave of children that are coming through i mean if you think about okay. like our evolution as humans yeah it's like we keep evolving and so there's just mm -hmm. different types of waves of children that are coming in and especially with the pandemic, like our consciousness and how we have evolved, even understanding, yeah. you know, our medical industry and what's going on and then the lockdowns and understanding, you know, what we want as a society and our freedoms. Mm -hmm. Like there's been a really big wave of awareness and consciousness mm -hmm. awakening. And I'm not, and when I say that, I just want to preface, I'm not saying yes or no to any of the medical Right. Things that you need to do what you need to do for your own body, but it yep. brought about an awakening. Yes. So we're evolving as a society and well, as a whole species. Mm -hmm. And so I just communicate. <laughs> I always think of the sixth sense. I communicate with dead people, <laughs> you know, but that's like legit. That's what yeah. it is. Um, but also for souls, like babies that are trying to come in. So, um, yeah. I don't know. The names doesn't really matter to me. You can call it a medium, a channeler, but that's yeah. really what I do. Um, so do you feel, I guess, like when, you, when you're channeling that, is it something where you kind of feel almost like an energy coming towards you um, or like an aura or that type of thing? Yeah, it depends on. So my specific gift is that I just have a knowing. So that is why okay. I thought I was crazy for so long is because okay. It's not like somebody's whispering in my ear and I can differentiate, oh, it's Paul that's talking to me. Yeah. It's literally in my head. And it's like it's so okay. it sounds like my own voice. 
Okay. Right? So some people are Clara audience, some are, they can see things mm -hmm. they physically can see something. Right. And I can see energies, but it's not a clear picture. It's okay. not something like I'm looking at a plant next to me and it's like yeah in this 3d form that like, we right like vibrating yeah. colors or something yeah. okay yeah and i mean i can feel the energies but it's like when we go into sacred space and we we open up with a prayer it's like it all the downloads just start coming and so okay. like you would set an attention and then the the energies whatever you want to call it, whatever your yeah. company would come to and then just literally start downloading me Got with it. um within the information and then I can speak to it. And so then you channel that to whoever. Yeah, I just channel that to the okay. person. So, I mean, it's, it's so interesting because it's really been connected to my own health journey. It's like the yeah. more clear that I am as a person, it's like mm -hmm. I'm a channel, is more connected. That's why I gave up drinking. I've worked on my nervous system, the way that mm -hmm. I eat, like it's all interconnected so that like my body is like a clear temple yeah like that's literally what it is so that i can yeah. be um in integrity that's really a big one because you have to have discernment because you're basically mm -hmm. kind of stepping out you know like i could know right. things about you but i don't let my ego come into play like this isn't about me i'm just being a vessel right. um for somebody else to receive information yeah, yeah that makes sense i mean it almost sounds it's like a sense of purifying yourself in order to yeah. have that clear pathway to channel all those things to someone that you're talking yeah. to yeah I mean because it would be out of alignment for me to like come to a session be hung over and be like all right let's go right yeah you know? like, that's just yeah. for me and my purpose it's like being in integrity is yeah is really important and so that is being a clear mm -hmm. channel and taking care and it's also doing my own work like I'm never ahead of anyone mm -hmm. I'm very honest that I have to, I'm working on my own shit that gets in the way. Right. It's not like, well, I'm here and you're there. It's no, yeah. I'm doing my work too. And I have hangups and limiting beliefs. Yeah. And, um, but I, when it comes to my sessions, I'm very um, in integrity with being a clear channel so that the information mm -hmm. can come through as pure as, you know, as, as I can possibly, right. it, you know? Yeah. So, so at, at what point did you realize that, you know, like what you're experiencing was actually, um, you know, your, your ability to channel, like, how did you end up deciphering like what that actually was? Yeah. So I was, I've had many incidences growing up of getting information and just thinking, you know, you're crazy because mm -hmm. I, yeah. you know, I didn't grow up like that. Um, and I, I was listening to a podcast and this girl I've heard about, I don't know if you know, but it's called the Akashic Records and okay. it's a library where all things exist, like the past, future, present, mm -hmm. all your information is stored like in this library. So you can mm -hmm. go up and access the library, the records and get okay. any information about anybody. And so I was listening to this podcast and I... <laughs> never believed in the akashic records because i just yeah. thought it was the spiritual community's way of saying coaching but like yeah. trying to make it woo yeah and i was listening to this podcast with this girl vanessa lambert and something told me they're like you need to do this training and i was like no yeah i was like no and one of my biggest like tips in life or things that i've been very successful at is go where you most fear and in that will lie the biggest mm -hmm. reward yeah 
And so I had such a resistance to it that it was such a, like, it was just so obvious. I'm like, well, why would I be resisting something so extreme? Right. And so I just decided to do this training and I'll never forget on the first day she's bringing us into the records, you know, we're learning how to access, Mm -hmm. how to be a clear channel. We did it through Kundalini yoga and she's like guiding us through and like, oh, go do this. And I just start hearing. And when I hear, I mean, they're downloading me these voices and I just grabbed a pen and paper and started writing like crazy. Oh, wow. We're come back into the session and she was like, all right, everyone's going to share their experience. And, you know, I don't know what the topic was. Say it was like, talk to your higher self about what you receive. And I was like, I didn't get any of that. I actually got something different. And they were like, well, what? And I was like, oh, no, I think I think you're going to have to like take me to the hospital because I was like, I think I'm losing it. Legit. Yeah. Thought I was losing it. And I shared this message um, and I don't even remember what it was, but they were just so like, there's no way you made it up. You don't talk like that. You don't have that information. There's just yeah. no way. So it became a journey of learning to trust myself and learning how to like really accept who you really are because this is not norm it's not fun to be like right especially in mainstream you go out and say people are not you know yeah people are like who the fuck is this (laughs) yeah like she speaks to dead people and yeah and baby spirits so it was a really big year in 2021 for me to start accepting like this is really who i am at Mm -hmm. the core and i can't keep running from it and with that though is really having discernment which is i think because i had so much fear i learned Mm -hmm. discernment very early so that i could figure out if i was crazy or making it up i never wanted to make it up and and be of service in a very like yucky way like just say something to say something so they wanted to hear it like i i don't do that so i think the years of honestly the fear of it made my like bullshit parameter very strong so that I really decipher like getting me out of the way and just receiving the purity of the messages okay Um, and so that's yeah that was me in 2021 and learning how to hold so much more energy like we talk about nervous system it's yeah the capacity to hold energy um, without and being in your sovereign self and not taking on someone's crap or not mm-hmm. getting in their energy field and mingling with them it was that was what I did in 2021 it's like literally during the yeah. pandemic yeah it's I mean again like you said it's it was an eye-opener for a lot of people and yeah. a lot of us became aware of what our true calling is and what we really needed to do um, to enhance what we're already doing or better ourselves and yeah. in whatever path w- that we had. Yeah, it was almost like the distractions were taking away and that you could really drop in. And I always knew mm-hmm. because I always knew that the external, I was always somewhat unhappy. And I always mm-hmm. thought I was unhappy because of the job I was doing. I was like, well, if only I could okay. find the right job. Right. And, and realize, no, it was really because I was a denying a very big core piece of myself. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, really, your purpose is who you are as a person, who you are as a being. The like your mission and everything else is all the external. But if you took that away, you're still yeah. who you are at the core. 
And so like that is your true purpose of like coming home to yourself and remembering who you really are. Like to me, that's all of our purposes. Mm -hmm. And then the fun stuff is like, how do we express that? And how does it look on the outside? But I was so focused on the external. Well, I'm not doing my spiritual work. I'm not doing my mission work because I'm not helping people. But all of that can be taken away. So it was really about me just owning who I really am, accepting that and just not being afraid just to be like, this is what it is. And it's, you don't have to accept it or, but I'm not coming from harm, but if you want to hang out, cool. And if you don't, there's no wrong in that. And if it resonates, it does. And if it doesn't, that's beautiful because you're in your sovereign self and I'm in my sovereign self. Mm -hmm. So um, that's what I meant by the awakening for yeah. a lot of people i know and a lot of people it wasn't spiritual but they realized oh i'm not happy doing x y and z and i have right. all these distractions and i'm going to change my lifestyle yeah to fit what's really calling at my core which was yeah you know, it's been a it's been i don't know i think for humanity it's been a beautiful awakening for yeah. everyone you know, yeah. even, though I'm, even though I should say this, because I already know I can hear people saying COVID was the worst. And I'm like, yeah, it was really hard. But we live in a duality world. It's not one or the other. It's, it's mm-hmm. both exist on the same yeah. playing field, you know? Right. Well, and I think for me, I personally, it, it allowed me to reconnect with people mm-hmm. that I hadn't been in touch with in a long time. And really kind of focus on my relationships and building that with people versus, you know, doing the day in and day out of like a nine to five job and, um, not focusing my energy on anything else, but that, Mm. uh, so being able to kind of go into the pandemic and really realize that like my strength is, is connection and building relationships. Mm. Um, and I even do that now at my current job, but I just know, like, I feel like there's something in me that there's a different calling on that Mm -hmm. yeah that's so beautiful I mean you found yeah it's like you found your community of what kind of yeah sparks you and it's not just working a nine to five and then going Mm -hmm. home you know it's something like bigger than that which it's create it's connection yeah you know and even some of my other friends uh during the pandemic they realized that you know the company they're working for doesn't care about their employees so it was there were so many different things and aspects that a lot of my friends and I realized um that we can be thankful for for the pandemic again it was hard in certain aspects as well because you know for a while we didn't know if we could see your family or you know whatever it might be but I think in the long-term effect it it really was something that people had to almost recreate themselves yeah. In a sense. Yeah. Well, it sounds like, I mean, yeah, it's such a weird thing to talk about because I, I always want to be very um, aware of how many people lost people. Yeah. And, you know, and I feel like this is always something it's like, and this is where duality comes in that mm-hmm. we can have immense grief and joy can exist at the same time. Like you could right. have lost someone and real and yeah. realize that like, oh, I wasn't in alignment with myself. I wasn't mm-hmm. doing things that really like fuel me to live my best life that I want to live. And so by right. losing this person, a lot of people realize, oh, these are the things that are important to me and made a lot of yeah. changes for their lives. And so that's where 
you know, I, I don't know. I get super out there with it because, you know, you can say the unpopular thing. Well, this was caused by man. And then I'm like, well, if you right. look at the broader sense, could it be that it was a way to bring us together? Um, yeah. But that's, you know, that's kind of out there. Yeah. Being disrespectful of, of the people yeah. that we did lose, you know? Well, and I, I know people that did lose others um, and loved ones during the pandemic. And, but it was at the, at the same time, it was kind of an eye opener for them in the, in the realm of, you know, they, they realize life is too short. Um, mm -hmm. So you really need to live in the moment, live in the present, really just be thankful for every day that you get. Yeah no a thousand i mean it's a thousand percent it's it's like it was a mass awakening yeah if you it really let was. it yeah let it that's always no. the key if you let it because you know you could choose to go in the opposite direction with it and um which is not an easy place to be in you know no. if you want to look at the hidden blessings that were in it you yeah know? but yeah i don't know it's a yeah, there's so many different things. <laughs> so, it's so layered. That's why I'm always yeah. cautious to talk about it because yeah. I think, but I, I would hope, I guess, in this day and age that we can be aware enough to know what the intention and like where my heart is never to be malicious or say anything, but it yeah. is complex and having the discernment to know like this is a complex subject to oh, talk yeah. about. And it's like, there, there's no maliciousness coming when I say, you know, that it, it, there was a lot of blessings that came from COVID yeah. on a collective level. Yeah. You know? um, and that doesn't mean that there's a lack of um, sympathy or compassion or empathy for also how hard it was for families. And oh yeah. Yeah. Like they yeah. both exist. Yeah. Uh, that's what, yeah. I mean, yeah. By that. No, and I get that. Yeah, it's the same thing. Like there, there's, again, with anything in life, I feel like there's always going to be a good and a bad. Um, there's going to be times of grief. There's going to be times of, you know, realizing there's that awakening or mm -hmm. um, that other part of you that's like happy, you know, whatever it might be. Um, but yeah, it was definitely, it was definitely an experience that I think um, many people took it in different ways. And yeah. That's, I think that's also the hard part too, is, you know, what, what happened with us is not necessarily what happened to someone else. Yeah. Do you find it weird that as a collective, like there's a lot of trauma that came out of it and we don't discuss it. Mm -hmm. It's very like, there's so many layers yeah. with it of, um, well, one, it's like, how stubborn do we, are we yeah. as a species that yeah. we have something <laughs> so extreme to yep. get our attention, which is a whole nother subject. But yep. then two- That I could definitely go down the rabbit hole too. Yeah, like about, It's an important <laughs> one, but then two, yeah. it's kind of like, and then we're just out of it and we're not discussing and having open yeah. dialogues and helping people process and yeah. go through what really happened for them. And like that to mm -hmm. me is very sad because there was a lot of trauma and we yeah. don't have to live in that trauma. We we can heal it and move mm -hmm. from it and let it transform instead of just being like, oh, well now the pandemic's over. Okay, we're right. going back to work and right. oh, now we're on to something else. Like there's no processing to yep. really help people. And I don't know, yeah. that makes, that's really hard for me. It's 
there's no open dialogue because nowadays you say one thing and it's like, I don't believe in cancel yeah. culture, but you say one thing and it's like misconstrued. Oh, yeah. There's no right. of the doubt that like yeah. these people are good hearted and maybe they don't say yes. the perfect thing, but let's just talk about it and disagree right. respectfully or not disagree. Yes. It's, I don't know. I know that's, that's the sad part too, is that there's, it's not that we're discounting anything that happened to them in particular or that our intentions are, are, are malicious. It's just, it's healthy to have that open dialogue. It's, it's with anything within a marriage, within um, a friendship, any type of relationship that you have, there needs to be that comfort level of having an open dialogue about things and healing from it, because that's the only way you can heal and move forward. Yeah. And it's, yeah, I get it. And I, I wish we would teach us in our schools of just like, you can completely disagree with me and mm-hmm. I can hold space for that without trying yeah. to change you and just be like, okay. And it doesn't threaten anything yes. about me or my life. And just, yeah, it's like really giving to each other. I think what we would have wanted to be given to like a, yeah. a space to be seen and heard and just accepted to be like, no, I don't fucking agree with you, Jessica. It yeah. was the worst thing ever and it ruined my life. Okay. Yeah. That's okay. Well, you're discussing it. You're talking yeah. about it. You know, it's, yeah. that's the difference is if you're not, and it's just a quick shutdown, it's like, well, we, we need to, we need to heal somehow. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, and that discussion, like you said, is, is so important. And that's another like great thing that I love about this podcast is that I'm, I'm, wanting to create an open space for anyone again to share their feelings their emotions their traumas whatever it is that they want to feel because sometimes a lot of people get wrapped up in oh I don't I don't know if I can say this because like I don't want someone to like judge me or you know whatever it might be but it's like I don't judge like I just want people to be comfortable doing that open dialogue like you said yeah it's yeah i think it's i mean it's really beautiful what you're doing because if you can create if you set the intention for your podcast and can create a safe place Mm -hmm. it's like you could really make waves in humanity for having difficult conversations and really modeling what it's like to have a difficult conversation and be well and this is why your work is so important um be in your own nervous system where you're not getting Mm -hmm. triggered So if you're tending to your work to hold space, to allow them to express freely and you're not getting off of your rockers and then you guys could really show how to move through um, a a, a disagreement. And maybe you don't, there's no, like the resolution isn't to come to, we agree, it's just to have a healthy conversation. Yeah. You know, Um, I really wish we would teach this like there's conflict and then there's repair in our school systems too it's like to really teach communication and and this is not this is something that's taken me years and i'm still freaking learning don't think i'm like oh yeah i mean i think that's the thing it's we're always going to be constantly learning about that stuff because no one's going to be the perfect communicator no one's going to be you know there's always going to be a different level that we need to achieve in order to get to you know, the next step as a channeler or as yeah. a health coach, whatever it might be. It's just, I, I agree. Cause I feel like even back when we were kids, it wasn't, it was very much like, okay, what's in the textbook is, you know, that those are the facts. That's it. Yeah. Like there's no, there's no straying away from that. There's no, um, 
sharing what you think might've been different in that aspect. So, and I think I really started to like open up to that when, cause I grew up very like strict Catholic parents, Mm -hmm. like church every Sunday, you know, everything around that. And, and then I ended up going to private college, which was also Catholic Mm -hmm. and we had to take theology classes, but it wasn't until I took a world religions class that Mm -hmm. it was like, you know what, it is okay for people to believe in something else. And it's okay to um, believe what I want to believe and that there's some sort of spiritual realm out there for me. And that, Mm -hmm. you know, someone might be Buddhist, someone might be Muslim. Great. Like at least it's one of those things where like, I can openly talk to someone about and just learn about them. Yeah. We do that with our own kids. We, um, because I always, I remember feeling this way as a kid. Um, that's when I knew like, oh, I'm definitely not the same, but I was like, well, I only believe in these things because I'm in this family, but what Mm -hmm. if I was born in another family, then I would believe those things because that's what you're taught to believe. And so with our kids, we, um, we have them looking at all different types of religions and different mm-hmm. practices. And we tell them like, you need to look at everything and then you need to decide what is in your highest alignment. And that's what we support. Cause it's like, I'm not living their lives. And right. while I hope the foundations of, you know, integrity and mm-hmm. love, like those things I think are universal. I would, I would hope they're universal or yeah. stick with them, but I was like the, mm-hmm. the operating system that they use, maybe it's, they want to be a Buddhist. I'm like, okay, well that, if that's yeah. what you are feeling called to, then that's great. And oh, yeah. compassion too. And like that, not everyone is going to be the same and it, it doesn't make me right and you wrong. It's just, this right. is in my highest alignment at this phase of my life. Like everything I'm saying now, well, this is me at 36. I don't yeah. know when I'm going to be at 40 and I reserve yeah. the right to grow, expand and change my views. Yeah. And I don't know. I wish we would have more of that compassion and open learning style and yeah, for everyone, just like, give that, like, this is where you're at and you might yeah. change your views and be like, Oh, channeling's bullshit. Okay. Yeah. And it's not for you. And that's yeah. okay. You know? Yeah. Um, yeah, that would be like, can you imagine a world like that? I imagine oh, all the time. I wish. Yeah. I That'd think be nice. <laughs> yeah. I think it's possible because it's also like a reverence and a respect to where someone is at my journey. Like if someone yeah. would have told me the things that I know now at 18 with my channeling, I would have been like, you're fucked up. That's crazy. Yeah. Because I wasn't ready to hear or see right. or experience things. So it's like, oh, how yeah. do to where someone's at and it's like yeah yeah I don't know I mean we we grew I mean everything that's happened to us in our past whether it be traumatic or a gift or a blessing whatever it might be it's it's helped us formulate who we are to Mm -hmm. the core today and I'm never gonna like you know regret anything that I've done in the past I'm never going to discount like any of my past traumas I'm just gonna take that and use it to heal myself moving forward because until you start until you start you know healing and kind of diving deep into that core of who you are as a being like you said it's you're not going to heal and you're not going to grow you're not going to you're going just going to be stagnant 
Yeah. And I'm such a firm believer in taking those, uh, you know, the past and just really using that to drive yourself forward. Yeah. I think, I mean, what, to me, what you're saying, it's like, it's really, you're born, right. And you're born in this mm -hmm. most perfection state and then things start getting on top of you. Mm -hmm. And then it's like your family's beliefs and then right? society. And it's really coming home to remembering and taking all those things off and then finding out within your own voice, well, what is true for me right now? Mm -hmm. And that's why I think nervous system and like the work you're doing is so important is because we could be in our thirties operating though, from a five-year-old state, because we yeah. haven't healed whatever happened to us at that time. So instead right. of being able to operate, and I, I see this a lot with like limiting beliefs, especially around money, that's yes. always a big trigger one. But if you want to see where you're operating at mm -hmm. and money is just an easy one because it's a universal, right thing for people yeah you can see where your nervous system is stuck at based on what your views are on money mm -hmm. so it's like if you can go back and heal or unwind or you know if you're a freeze or if you're stuck in fight mode or if you withdraw mm -hmm. and unravel that and then you can find out who you really are without that experience affecting you and that yeah. to me is like the really cool shit because you're like wow yeah you know, when I was young and I don't know, my mom would scream at me all the time. Mm -hmm. And so I go into freeze and I never speak up for what I want. And then yeah. you heal that. And now you're like, wow, I'm 35 and I can yeah. compassionately say, no, I'm not going to go to that birthday party. Yeah. I don't want to, it's not an alignment, whatever, you know, it, I don't feel like I'm an introvert and I don't feel like being around a yeah. lot of people. And then you start seeing yourself blossom for you verse and taking off all these layers i don't know right. that's when the shit really gets interesting to me well that's what i like yeah like uh, to your point it's really diving deep to your core i mean there's so many layers that you need to peel back and almost rediscover like mm -hmm. who you are um mm -hmm. because again there's so many different things that come at you throughout life that you don't realize until you're in the moment thinking like truly thinking about what's happened and why you're not healing in a, in a mm -hmm. certain way. Um, like for me, like I was always told like, no, this is the way it is. Like you have to do it this way. Mm -hmm. Cause that's what we say. And so then it's like, I didn't have a voice for myself for the longest time. And so it's that kind of trauma or, you know, past experiences that once you get peel up, peel back that layer and uncover it, you can then set yourself for success in the sense of, I now have a, I now, I now know my boundaries. I now, um, I'm okay and comfortable with sharing how I'm feeling mm -hmm. and I don't get upset and overwhelmed and start shutting down and crying. Mm -hmm. You know, it's just, it, it, that's what I think is so fascinating about all of this stuff is that people don't realize that you really have to put in the work. I mean, yeah. as it is what it is that you have yeah. to just, when it comes down to it maybe your podcast can give hope like maybe it could be something that you show like a before and after for people because maybe people don't know that they're they don't have that example of what's right. possible like for you and i'm using random examples of like maybe there's someone out there that has a similar experience for you and they just want to like i just want to say fucking no i don't yeah. want to do that and they but they don't see like oh no that's possible yeah. And I know this is a very extreme example, yeah. but like you can have your voice and feel good. And then you can come somewhere in the middle 
where it's not screaming because you're just so desperate to have your right. voice. It's like, no, I, you know, and it's not a harm to anyone else, but you could show that there's, it's possible. Yeah. I and mean, it's, to me, it's, you know, I think it, I had an aunt who died very early um, from uh, uh, breast cancer. And at the end of her life, she was on her, uh, you know, she was passing and she mm -hmm. regretted, she regretted not living. And I always remember that and wow. think about that of, yeah, it's like, we just get, say we only get this one life. I'm not even going to yeah. go crazy on it. Say this is it. Yeah. It's like, do we really want to get to the end and go back? Damn, I wish blah, blah, mm -hmm. blah, blah, blah. And I always yeah. think about that when I'm scared to do certain things yeah. now. And it's always a driving factor to really dive deep so that when I get to the end, I can be like, yes, you know, it wasn't perfect. And it wasn't always pretty, yeah. but I fucking went out there and I gave yeah. it my all. And that's going to feel so good. And I loved yeah. like crazy. And I always showed up. Mm -hmm. And so I don't know, maybe with your podcast, I was showing like the befores and after. So people see like this, yeah. it is possible to, yeah. and maybe they don't have examples of that, but there yeah. is hope like to get, if it's someone that just wants to speak up and, you know, mm -hmm. tell her parents no or whatever, have right. a, like you can get there. Yeah. Um, like other yeah. people have done it. Yeah. And uh, one of my girlfriends, actually, she was on one of my episodes and um, I loved what she said that she said that in life, she just says, um, you know, I, I do it scared because mm. that's the only way that you can really truly put yourself out there. And yeah. I love that because it's so true because a lot of the times we, hinder our own selves, um, by again, going back to limiting beliefs or, you know, what we grew yeah. up with. So yeah, yeah, I, I, and you know, I think that's why I've always, I've, I've shared a little bit about like my journey to, from healing now, um, kind of throughout the episodes mm -hmm. as well, because again, I'm, I'm still learning for myself and, you know, no one's perfect. And yeah, there's always going to be different things that you can learn from one another. Um, and in retrospect or not in retrospect uh I can't I lost my train of thought there <laughs> yeah I was just gonna say I mean your vulnerability it's you know well first it's so interesting that scared thing because I was in a session the other day with something with my nervous system and we were doing something and I kept waiting not to be scared and mm. she was you know she was very she's holding yeah. space waiting, and I was like oh shit in this, and it was something that really scared me. And this particular instance, I was like, oh, I want to be comfortable before I do it. And I was like, oh, I'm not going to be comfortable before yeah. I do it. I'm going to feel the fear. I have safety because I've been working enough on it. And I'm right. going to feel the fear and do it anyway. And it was such, and I know these things logically, yeah. and I've done it before, but this was a very, it's something I was very afraid of. And I was like, oh shit. And I was like, oh, okay. I don't, I'm not going to wait till I get comfortable. Yeah. And I did it uncomfortable and mm -hmm. like grew even more because I, I was able to hold myself in safety, even though I was yeah. still scared. Like the little girl in me was still scared, but I was holding yeah. her as a Jessica as an adult mm -hmm. and did it. But it was such a light turn to be like, cause I'm sitting there like, you know, meditation. I was like, okay, when yeah. this, when this fear goes away, yeah. Then, do the thing and I was like oh yeah. no it's going away I have right. to do it uncomfortable but it created more resiliency 
And it, it was such a beautiful moment. It just reminded me of that. But I, well, the other thing I was going to say with you is like the more that you can get raw and vulnerable and be really transparent, that's what I think people want. They want the mm-hmm. real shit. And with yeah. your journey, because it's so relatable and because people like they can see your heart and for you just really giving it to them like especially the mental aspect like this is where i was at these were the thoughts that were like torturing me and over and these were just you know i was beating myself up and thinking x y and z the more you can share that and be so vulnerable from your heart it's like the more people will connect and you'll be the hope because they're watching you grow and on this journey with you so and then just saying that because your work is so important don't ever yeah um discount you know what you're doing because it's well it's, yeah, yeah I mean I, for a while like I just I thought so poorly of myself I, I had low self-worth I mean mm-hmm. there was just so much shit that I felt about myself when I initially um you know found out about like my ex like wanting a divorce and everything like that yeah. it's just it, you know like I've been through shit in my life but like that was probably one of the hardest because mm-hmm. I was still grieving from the miscarriage because mm. I thought that I was going to be a mom and then um, to be able to bring someone into this life and you know nurture them and care for them and then all of a sudden it gets stopped and then then you start to like I started to question who I really was like mm. I I started to feel like I was unworthy I was mm. unlovable um that no one's ever going to love me again for all the damage that has been done to me mm-hmm. you know and the, again going with like the more I heal the more I realize that it is okay I'm giving myself grace and I am a good person deep down and I deserve what I know I deserve yeah. so you know it's just one of those things where again it takes time um, time is a big factor in it and being able to open up with people like for the longest time I didn't tell people about the divorce um because I was scared it was again kind of going back to the societal things it's yeah you know you get married you have kids like you have this family and then it's like that wasn't happening for me anymore Mm -hmm. like all of a sudden I just saw like my future just disappear Mm. yeah no that's yeah but even even that how many women have probably I think it too about miscarriages of like sharing that of like because I, I know a lot of women that have miscarriage mm-hmm. and they think that they did something wrong. Yeah. So for to feel that, you know, on your own and then a couple months later, your husband, like that just adds on. Yeah. And it just reminds me of how much we have to come back to ourselves and like loving you first. And then it just spews out. And it's like, yeah. you're so lovable, but it's only you can believe that on your own right. terms. You know, it has nothing yeah. to do with the a man or a partner or whatever people yeah. have these days. Um, but yeah, just sharing that. So it's so crazy, especially for women, how much we don't share yeah. about, and it's a very common thing. That's what's right. scary. It's yeah. like, this is common yet. We don't talk about it to help, yeah. women, you know, and it's sad because like, why don't we, why don't we share with each other? And yeah. why don't we have those raw conversations? Because that's kind of what's needed at least for me, like I need to have the raw conversations with people because the more I did it and the more I opened up to people about my situation and what was going on, the better inside I felt because the more I realized that I have 
so many great people in my life that are willing to help me through any of the darkest times in mm-hmm. my life. Yeah. Um, when in fact, internally at first, I thought I was alone and that yeah. I was always going to be alone and feel yeah. alone. Well, you can look at it and be like with your own experience, like, why didn't I share about the divorce? And I'm sure there's a lot of women that felt or feel yeah. the same way. And so even by sharing that, if you do like a solo podcast or whatever, yeah, it's, it's, someone's going to stumble and be like, oh my God, thank God, yeah. you know? So yeah. it's like, I mean, you're, you're doing exactly what I think humanity needs is by talking about it and just opening your heart, you know, because that's yeah. what everyone's going to feel is when it comes yeah. from your heart, you know? Oh, yeah. No, 100%. And I think that's another reason why it's like, I wanted to have people that I personally knew because it's like, it's that react, like that, that realism between the two of us, like Mm -hmm. talking and just really just, again, it's a conversation with friends. Yeah. Just getting out there. Yeah. Well, eventually you're going to do people that's going to be interesting. You'll do people you don't know. And then it's like, yeah, with your walls down Right. It's in a very honest, real place and being like, this is yeah. what we're going to go deep with the yeah. stranger. That's going to be really cool too, to watch. Yeah. That. Yeah. No, I'm excited to, I'm excited to keep moving forward with this because I just, I, I want people to know, um, you know, that there's a space for them and that there is, there is a way to heal. I mean, yeah. that's kind of plain and simple. It's just, there is a way to heal and you will yeah. heal. It should be your yeah. tagline. There's a way to heal. And I'm that's a, yeah, that's a good one. That's or do you, well, you know, something along. Oh, look, yeah. Look at yeah. you helping me. <laughs> I don't know. I it was just yeah. so, so from the heart. So yeah. I really fuck with anything that is really authentic and from the heart. Because it's yeah. so real. It's like, and I don't know, yes. but that's all I want in a yeah. world where everything is so can be more fake it's like you have Mm -hmm. to really seek out the realness and so when I hear it I can feel it like rating I was like oh that's real yeah that's what I like you know well that's the thing it's like there are so many things out there especially with social media that it's just like is this actually like it's such a facade and then it's like that's not really what's happening behind the scenes yeah well you know I don't yeah I feel like I'm different I don't put I mean, I know it's like a highlight reel, but I always try and share the real stuff too. Cause I'm not here. Oh yeah. I'm not here to play those games of like, look right. at me. I'm like, yeah. F it's to me, yeah. that's boring. Yeah. Cause I'm like, I, I mean, like most of mine is like my dog and food because again, yeah. that's my life. <laughs> yeah. But, but yeah, like, yeah, I get it. Yeah, I want to show the real shit. I don't yeah, want to like, know a highlight. I want to know who you really are. Right. I don't you need know. the highlight reel. I just, I just want you. Yeah. Yeah. I can imagine yeah. the highlight reel. I've seen a mini pro Instagram profiles to know what the highlight reel is, but, um, right. Right. You know, yeah. Transparency and like honesty and authentic authenticity. Like those are like really big values for me. So yeah, um, I agree. Yeah. I'm like, let's cut the shit. Let's cut the, yeah. Yeah. let's just get into it. Okay. Let's it kind of reminds kind of reminds this is just a tangent but it kind of reminds me of when I was out in LA with you guys I don't remember what it was or how the conversation came up but it just reminds me of you being real because it was Lindsay talking about a pair of flip-flops or something and you're like well why the fuck would you buy like a hundred dollar pair of flip-flops and I was like I liked (laughs) Yes. <laughs> she's hilarious well, it was probably something silly that... yeah but that's why I was like laughing because it just reminded like but it was just that attitude of like 
I'm just gonna be real with you. Like I'm just yeah. gonna straight up say. <laughs> yeah, my husband makes fun of me because I don't have a filter, and sometimes yeah. uh, it can get me in trouble. Um, <laughs> but that would be a prime example of just. Yeah. I don't. But I think. <laughs> yeah, but that's literally what I think. I'm like, well, yeah. then why would you fucking buy a hundred? Like, if you're, <laughs> like you know what I mean? But I think that's why I was like. Okay, I like her because it's like, again, I think for me, you know, like, you know, a girl coming from Minnesota, visiting friends in LA, it's like, you know, LA can be such a very highlight reel type of place. So to see that realness and like that, um, no filter, just, it made my day when I said Uh, that. And just so you know, I am very bougie. I like nice things, but I was something about that that I was like, well, then that was dumb. I think it was, I don't remember what it was, but all I remember was you saying that and I was dying and Lindsay was just like, touche. It's like a touche. Like, yep. It's like, maybe I should have gotten like, well, yeah, on something else. (laughs) Right. right. Um, No, I get that. Um, But yeah, so I just wanted to, again, thank you for doing this with me because I, I, I opened up myself to a different type of healing because, mm. um, you know, I learned, I I've known about like mediums and spiritual yeah. journeys and stuff like that. But, um, the channeling, cause I, I know people who are, is it clairvoyant? Is that the one that sees? Um, yes. Or, okay. So like, I've, I've known some people that are like that. So it's just, but to hear more of like the channeling part was very interesting yeah. and it was cool. Uh, to hear. Um, the one that I am, I'm claircognizant. Okay. One that I am. And I also see, but no, yeah. I mean, for me, I just, the medium, I think because I've had personal experience with Mm -hmm. not being able to connect to someone that's passed over and how many people can be really stuck because they didn't get closure or even women that aren't connecting to their babies. Um, And it's just a different type of healing to be able to give that which is you know it's different but the right people always come to me and feel called not like the right like there's right and wrong but i'm just saying people that it resonates with yeah always you know they always come so it's always it's a very it's not like a woo thing and like a show of tricks it's more yeah very healing to if you've had pregnancy um if you've had a miscarriage, I had a woman that had a miscarriage and mm-hmm. just wanted, she had so much guilt. Yeah. And it was, it's heartbreaking. I mean, it's really a sensitive subject. She had so much guilt. And so we were able to connect to the baby that she lost and wow. she was able to finally let it go and move on yeah. and the relief she got. Um, and then there's other women that haven't been able to get pregnant. And so mm-hmm. they talk to the babies and they discuss what is needed to help them on this on the spiritual side of it to make sure there's no blocks and then there's people that have lost loved ones and they've gotten to speak to them and just have that closure so they could get back to living because we are here living and it's a gift you know so no I appreciate your time it's so nice to you I I love what you're doing it's so like I mean I hope your listeners know it's it's not always easy to find like a real one like you that really shows up and is respectful and um, holds space for where you're at in your journey. So that's really beautiful. You do that so well for people you're going to help. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I appreciate that a lot. And again, I just, uh, that's what I want to resonate with people is I'm here 
I think um, it does. I mean, it resonates. I'm like yeah. the no bullshit meter. Like, I'm, yeah. <laughs> um, so if it resonates with me, you know, yeah. I'm very particular. Um, I think yeah. it for sure people do resonate. Yeah. With it. They can feel it. It's all energy. They can just feel yeah. it. Yeah, you know? for sure. Um, yeah. So I like to end my podcast with just like a fun little lightning round. Ooh, cool. <laughs> okay. Are these questions? So, yeah, they're just questions okay, cool. that you just answer. Okay, so if you could be an animal, what would it be? Oh, tiger. Ooh. It's my spirit animal. <laughs> um, favorite color? Um, it's blue slash purple. It's like a bluish purple. Okay, yeah. Uh, favorite movie? Oh, gosh, I'm so bad at this type of stuff. <laughs> um, I haven't seen like a lot of like, I've never seen Dumb and Dumber, like classic movies. Okay. Never seen, but yeah, I feel, I don't know. I really like sci-fi movies. So like okay. Interstellar, Arrival, um, it just depends on my mood. I'm yeah. in the sci-fi mood. Okay. But then I also watch like a girly, I say girly. Chick but I, yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Then, like, you know, but um, I'll go with anything sci-fi. So like Interstellar. Okay arrival i'm really on to that right now okay okay yeah. Those, i do like Interstellar. i haven't seen arrival yet so Oof. that's i think that's on my list though uh favorite food oh my gosh it's like a genre or like a you specific can, food yeah whatever you can do a For genre sure, guacamole i like okay. love guacamole <laughs> the problem it's well, at least it's a healthy fat. <laughs> yeah. And steak. I it's either steak oh, yeah. or guacamole. I'm yeah. really love it. That sounds really good. Um, yeah. do you have any hidden talents? If so, what would it be? Um, I don't know if this is a talent, but I can touch my tongue to my nose, but it's not really a talent. That's kind of like a hidden something like weird. Yeah, like something. something weird. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> what what does a person need to be happy? what does a person themselves that's a good answer first celebrity crush dude okay i don't <laughs> have celebrity crushes but okay. i have crushes on characters okay so, first celebrity crush on a char or character yeah. crush. So i don't think well i don't know this person in real life but it, i'm sure i it's crazy stupid love ryan gosling his character oh my gosh that is such a great yes his but character I'm in that sure movie yeah and in real life i'd be like whatever about it but right. his character i'm like if yes. you were that person in real life that would yeah. be my crush but that's not who he is in real life because right he's right <laughs> yeah um, but no i get i get what you mean about the character part yes because yeah yeah I, I like that one yeah. yeah um this is just a weird one toilet paper roll over or under oh i'm the over person okay could not be under I, oh Anytime I see it, I have to like change it because I'm like, who did this? Did it? Yeah. And I stared at it. I was peeing and I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. I was like, I was like, this is a really extreme reaction for something so simple that I could change. Yes. I was like, doesn't he know? Yes. We've been together seven years? Yeah. I don't understand. Okay. So I'm not the only like one no. that feels that. Okay. Perfect. Uh, most humbling experience for you. I mean, there's so many. Um, God, anytime, you know what? There's not one in particular, but I think anytime when you can sit in your own ignorance, like that soda story where I'm like, oh, I am ignorant. 
and yeah. it's just humbling because there's just layers of it and to mm -hmm. see that and know it and that everyone else and if you could be okay with that um that we're all ignorant even when you know i feel like i study or yeah. a lot about the world and people and, and the way people live in different ways and you just have that experience of like no people don't drink water at lunch and i'm yeah. the weird one yeah um, i know it's so silly but those type of experiences are i'm very grateful um because it, it yeah it just makes me feel more connected i guess to humanity yeah. which is, i know it sounds so silly but no i get that acceptance. point it's for me because it's an acceptance of where people are at their journeys and just mm -hmm. because i'm in a different place doesn't make me better or right or wrong it just means i'm in a different place than somebody right. else and that's it there's yeah. no like i'm more evolved because i believe in this it's no yeah. i'm just here and they choose to drink soda and i don't agree with it um but it's not it's not for me to tell them how to live i would hope right. that they don't because we just know that it's like 40 grams of sugar yeah yeah you know I mean, yeah. Yeah. yeah i do i won't lie about that. i wish yeah. that people would know that um yeah but it's you know they might know something that i don't know and they probably look at me like i'm an idiot or something whatever it is you know mm -hmm. i don't look at yeah. them as an idiot but i wish people wouldn't drink soda you know yeah yeah no i get that yeah. uh what is your dream vacation like what spot <sighs> dude i've honestly been on my dream vacation i don't believe in like those that type of thing because i'm like well let's yeah. make this a reality i don't care if you have to save for two years um i don't have like i will say i've been to italy mm -hmm. my dream i guess vacation is anywhere is anything that i can go and experience the culture and the land and and spontaneity so it's not like yeah. we go when we went to italy we didn't schedule all these tours and yeah. like had all these we're going to all the hot spots me and my husband just walked around as if we'd lived there yeah. and we explore and find these places. And it was like that to me and going into their grocery stores and seeing like how yes. do you live on a day-to-day -day basis? Like that mm -hmm. to me is, is a freaking dream because it's just, that's so, the best way to travel. That's what I think. Yeah. But I know a lot of people that, you know, okay, yeah. first we're going to go to the Vatican and then we're going to yeah. go to this thing and that thing. I'm like, yeah, that's cool but I want to see what people are doing on the daily and just explore yeah. and not yeah. have a plan. And so, and we did see the Vatican, so don't get me wrong, but it was like, then we would just walk through neighborhoods. And then we found yeah. this amazing Italian restaurant that we didn't Google and it was so right. good. And we sat outside and it was just like, that to me is the dream life. If yeah. you're in something else and you just live like someone is living there. Yeah. Know? No, I'm a, I'm a huge component for that because I actually quit my job years ago for a few months. And, uh, when my mom retired and we actually traveled the Philippines and Hong Kong together and just explored and yeah. like, we just, we didn't have a plan. We just yes. fucking explored. I mean, like I went down like random street vendors and like ate mm -hmm. the food of the locals. And so yes. it, it's one of the best experiences I've ever had because to really dive deep and be a part of it is it's such a you can't even describe the experience. Yeah. Yes. Cause I, and I also feel because our lives and having kids are so planned, like mm -hmm. I have to get up and get them ready right. for breakfast and then it's lunch and then they go yeah. to school this time and pick up. It's like to go and anywhere and just to experience yeah. 
like what the actual people that live there experience yeah. that to me and not have a schedule is like that's my dream every it's, time it's yeah it's it's yeah. amazing dream yeah but i no, did will I say there was this girl on instagram she just went to this private island in fiji okay. uh, and it looked insane i will say um i'll send it to you uh, okay yeah i know that's the thing it's like i i I just would love to, I just love diving deep into yeah. places that I travel to. Yeah. I do um, want to go to Bali. I've always wanted to go to Bali and like, it's live amazing. Really? It is. Um, so we, when my brother lived in Singapore, it was only like a two, three hour flight from there. Mm-hmm. Um, so we actually spent Christmas out there and it was, it honestly, it was like the culture, the people, the mm-hmm. food, like everything about it was amazing. And my family is very much like, let's just fucking explore and see what yeah. where the path takes us. Yeah. So like, we like went die, like we went into like the side streets, like street vendors. Like it was such oh. an experience that again, it's one of those things you, you can never take back in yeah. your life because it's amazing. Yeah. It's really for me, I think because our culture, we live so much indoors that I love mm-hmm. being outdoors. So when I go to other countries, that's why I loved Italy is because you walk everywhere. Yeah. I mean, you know, yeah. it's like everyone's outside and yeah. Yeah. For me, it's, it's really anything like I want to go to Bali because I just want to be like in shorts and a tank top. Yeah. You're outside all day and that's You'll like, love it. It's, yeah. it's amazing. Uh, hand, yeah. Like, I would, I would definitely go back again because it was so amazing. Yeah. Or Thailand Um, too. Like, yeah, my friend was just there. Yeah. I would love to go see the elephants, but not the ones that are, and I know it's very specific on where you can actually go, but somewhere, oh, you know what though? Now that I think about it, I've always wanted to go on a safari. Yeah. Really am connected to like the elephants and the tigers. I would really love Mm -hmm. to see them in a safe, um, a way that's not, you know, that's, yeah. The intentions of the group is really to keep them free and not, especially right. the elephants, and that where you're yeah. not going to a sanctuary that secretly abuses them. You like, yeah, not working. But I would really yeah. love to go to Bali or Thailand and experience like just yeah. the nature, like constantly. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. No, it's it's one of the best experiences I've I've done. Yeah. Um, if you could have a superpower, what would it be? Oh my gosh. Um. I feel like I kind of already have this, but to be telepathic, mm. um, where I could just, I don't, I do it all the time with my husband. We're like, I'll tell him what I said in my head yeah. and then he doesn't know it. And I was like, I just told you, he's like, no, you actually didn't say anything <laughs> or I'll start sentences legit yeah. and stop midway. Cause I finished telling him in my head. In your head. <laughs> and so it's not really a cool superpower. It's more of a superpower out of convenience for yeah my life it's still a superpower so i i'll take yeah, it i'm afraid of um, people, like i don't want to fly oh uh, okay yeah no that, like, that makes sense yeah i i mean what other you know it'd be cool to like have something with nature where you can help rego i'm really into trees and like where yeah. you can, i don't know touch a tree and help it grow my favorite quote is if yeah. you're not growing you're dying because it's That's literally true. the law of nature. Like yeah. if something's not growing and it's we dying. are here, we're yeah. dying. Yeah. Literally. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, but that's I, a good yeah. one. <laughs> so silly. I like that one. Uh, what is one of your favorite memories of us? I know it's been years. <laughs> I think honestly, for me, it's your laugh. There's, you know, I tend to be more serious. Yeah. And I don't try to be. I just feel right. like I'm very... 
I think about things in a very broad sense. So it's can be yeah. like, oh, what's the meaning of life? And it's so yeah. but right. you always are smiling and laughing and you have one of those laughs. Like I've never forgotten it. And just, you're always smiling. Like it's just one yeah. of the things that you, you brighten up people's days. Like it's very, it's a joyful energy and it's like a lighthearted energy, even though yeah. not that you can't be serious, but it's a yeah. very light energy and that feels so good because it's like why else are we here but to love and grow and yeah we did have a lot of laughter we did laugh yeah we had a lot of that um and then the last one would be what is a word of advice that you would give to today's youth to today's youth yeah oh my gosh I'm thinking about my daughter um It's, you know, it's a hard one because it's like, they don't listen anyways. I'm saying that because I have a daughter that's 10. Uh, seriously. No, I, it's true. Really don't, you know. I have a niece that's 10 and every time I like say something, like 10 minutes later, she's like, what did you say? It's like, okay. Just yeah, I don't, mind. I honestly, because of yeah, the age group, it would just be just to fucking have fun honestly because yeah. they they're gonna have to figure out their shit and it's like i to me i'm like just be okay with being uncomfortable they don't know what that means like just yeah. go have fun you want to go play outside go play outside you want to draw like go do that um because all that other stuff is gonna come in time yeah you know? so it's like just be where you are and fucking have fun because yeah. they don't listen to the other shit they yeah. Yeah, nobody's yeah, you have to no. go through your yeah. own thing yeah. So I always tell, I always tell my daughter, like, um, when she asked me, is this cute? I'm like, I always tell her, well, what do you think? Mm-hmm. Do you think that looks cute? And she's like, I love it. Perfect. That's yeah. great. That's yeah. yeah. I just, um, because it's there, I don't know. I'm thinking of a specific age group, but when you yeah. start hitting fourth and fifth grade, the, the social mm-hmm. dynamics become such a big deal. And like, yeah, made fun of her because she played soccer and chucks. And I'm like, did you have fun? She was like, yeah. I was like, then you get your ass out there and you yeah. go play soccer. Yeah. Um, but that's what they deal with. It's really it's sad. It's kind of yeah. like my niece was telling me like whenever she, they would visit and she would tell me like the stories from school. I'm like, God, people are just vicious. Like what? Yeah, like, I don't people understand. one time like made fun of her because she's like, why do I have to be brown? I was like, are you kidding me? Like, oh, girl, it's still going on. I oh, was yeah. like, it's like, you should be grateful because so many people when you get older are gonna be like, I wish I could be tan like you. Yeah. Like, and it's just so sad to see it still happening. And it's like, girl, what? It's happening. People are, you know, my daughter, she's not, she can tan. We're very lucky she doesn't burn. Yeah. But they're like, you're so white because yeah. of winter. And I'm like, what yeah. does your skin color have anything to do with anything? I was like, yeah. it's winter. But yeah. it's, it's so wild. It's and sad. I, I don't, yeah, I don't know if it's just something that because they're learning how to be social beings, it's just normal. Yeah. But there's so much bullying. I don't know if it's our social oh. media. My kids are not on social media. But no, neither are my nieces. My, like my brother and my sister-in-law make it a point not to yeah. be on social, which is great. Yeah. Yeah. I don't understand. I've always like the brain development. If this is just what it is and no yeah. matter what, I have no idea. I'm, I don't I'm, know. But like some of the stuff, it's just like my one, my younger niece, I felt so bad. My, 
uh, you know, my sister-in-law was saying that like she would cry and like say that she was sick because she didn't want to go to school because she was getting bullied. And it's like, what the fuck? Like, why are like kids like so I just don't I, I don't know like yeah is it that age that they're just like I mean know. or I just <laughs> like, I have no idea I've been you know I don't I honestly I don't have an yeah. answer it's yeah I, we're dealing with the same thing um with yeah my 10 year old and it's just it's very interesting to yeah. see oh. how it affects them you know yeah it's sad but hopefully you know those kids outgrow it the bullying and yeah um, I mean all I could do is focus on my own kids I'm like right we'll treat people and how you want exactly and just pray that yeah everyone's getting the love they need you know yeah well and it's like uh, I kind of laugh because like my niece my older niece she is a black belt in taekwondo Mm -hmm. and so she easily could lay someone out if she needed to but she's like She's like, but that's just not like how I made. And I'm like, but that's good. Like, I mean, well, it's a self, you know, it should be a self-defense, yeah. not yeah. a aggressive. Right. Yeah. yeah. I was like, I, I, I'm glad that you're not using it as a way to be aggressive towards people. And yeah. it, she's like, well, they teach us all about discipline. I'm like, that's great. Like, that's, that's awesome yeah. that you have that. So, but yeah. Oh, well, I appreciate you again. Um, and then for the listeners out there, where can they find you? Oh, Instagram. Instagram. I am yeah. just gray, A G R A Y. Everyone's G R E Y. I'm like, no, it's A Y. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. I am just gray, A on Instagram if you want to connect or DM if you have any questions. I'm yeah. going to open the book. Yeah. So whatever. Perfect. Yeah, girl. Awesome. And then, yeah. All right, girl. Well, thank, thank you, you so much. Yeah. I can't that wait. I'm so good for you. Thank you. I appreciate And I appreciate all the tips, too, and um, all the kind I words. Did, I, yeah. Take, honestly, take. No, I appreciate it. And leave the rest because that's all that matters. I have so many friends. And no, that- but no, I appreciate it. And I appreciate you and um, all that you're doing for people and women, especially. Thank you. Well, we'll, well connect we'll have- again. Yes, definitely. Have a beautiful right. I'll talk you to you too. later. Bye. Bye.